Hello and good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day you are listening to this. Welcome to the 18th episode. I think we're on 18th episode. Yes, 18th episode of the AG podcast. Uh, I am your host today, the Ash Karin 09, and on the podcast today, I have the usual Jaminator. Evening, Jam. How are you? Yes, evening, mate. I'm, uh, I'm not too bad. Thank you very much. How about you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, pal. And I've also got the uh, our favourite scouser on the site, Harry. Hello, Harry. Evening, chaps. You all right? Good, yeah, good, 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 Harry. I feel like that's some false advertising right there. I thought you were going to say Jeff Anthony. Jeff Anthony. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, good to have you on the podcast, Harry. Right, just to give you a quick overview of the podcast today, obviously this is the preview episode, so we're going to be looking a little uh, ahead to the, uh, the leagues this season, obviously looking through the three leagues um, and giving our predictions. We all know uh, people's predictions on here tend to uh, be interesting, so uh, we'll see what happens with those later on in the podcast. Uh, we'll also talk a little bit about the transfer market being uh, just reopening and some of the deals going through, as well as uh, the money situation in the leagues at the moment. Um, and then we've got some listeners' questions that have come in that we'll, uh, we'll throw over to our panel as well. So, obviously, we start the preview on the Premiership. Um, and I'll just run down quickly the uh, the Premiership uh, participants. So you've got Aaron, Malian, Payne Wales, Burger Boy, Paul Lowe's, Joe, myself, Jaxi, Tans and Jam. And obviously Malian, Payne and Tans came up from the Championship last season. Um, I'll start with you, Jam. Um, obviously, you know, Premiership play yourself, managed to stay up. Uh, last season, just about. Uh, are you uh, are you confident? Are you well? Are you more confident this season that you'll uh, you'll be a little bit higher up the table? Definitely not. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I think it's going to be a difficult one. I mean, the way I sort of when I've put my um, my predictions out there, I think I have myself finishing uh, seventh. <clears throat> um, which uh, you know, I mean, I don't know obviously how it's going to work this season with us only having the ten in the league. Um, I don't know if it'll be still bottom two relegated and then eighth and seventh relegation playoff, because uh, if that's the case, obviously anything from seventh down, um, you know, it's nearly mid table, you know, so it's going to be an interesting one. But uh, no, I mean, I'd, I'd back myself to finish above probably Malian and Payne, um, and then whether or not Paul, you know, it depends on what Paul Lowe's does, you know, which one of him turns up. Um, you know, sometimes he's great and sometimes he's not, so that could be an interesting one. But, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely going to be a difficult season. Um, it's absolutely stacked. The league is, is unreal. Every, uh, every fixture just looks really difficult. So it's going to, be, uh, going to be interesting for sure. Yeah, I mean, just obviously um, on that, looking at the, uh, you know, you said you finish above Malian uh, and possibly Paul, depending on which Paul turns up. Do you, do you think Malian will be in the, uh, in the relegation uh, to go straight back down? Yeah, I think personally, I think again, depending on what how many relegation spots there is, I think the bottom two will be Payne and Malian. Um, that that's just my opinion. Um, but again, it's it's difficult. I think the the gulf between the Championship and the Premier League is so big. Um, you know, I think Payne has done. You know, I said it in my uh, in my prediction blog. If he can stay up this season, regardless of even if it's just by the skin of his teeth, then he deserves Manager of the Season by you know without a doubt. He's, he's had back-to-back promotions. So, um, yeah, I, again, it, there's nothing more to say really other than that it's going to be really, really tough this season. It'll be interesting to see who wins. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I just look at that league there now, and it is. You look at the players in that league. You know, Aaron, um, Jaxie. You know, Tans is a good player. You know, as much as he goes on about how he's, uh, you know, he's shit. He's, uh, you know, he took over a poor team. He's made it his own team. Um, I think he's going to be up there. Burger Boy, I mean, well, after... Well, hold on a second. Hang on, please. hang on. I, I didn't want to... T- it's very fresh. I didn't yeah. want to talk about it just yet. <laughs> All right. I but... mean, let's let's just let's fill the viewers in. Obviously, you know, we are recording this at the time where you've just come off a 5-1 and a 3-1 victory against... Uh, yeah, two seasons ago, as champion. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, how, how do you feel about that? Oh, is, on you? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was a good game. Um, you know, I really managed to get into my stride. Uh, our first game, everything seemed to go my way, and I was just a little bit more clinical. And I, I think Berger, he said that I was the first person to uh, take four, at least four points off him in two seasons. So, you know, I, I mean, is it, is it the early blues? I don't know. Uh, maybe he needs to go and strengthen in some positions. I mean, our rage sale, rage sale burger. <laughs> yeah, I expect <laughs> maybe something up in the market. No, no, no. There's a, there, it, it's a, it was a poor start for him to the start of the season, but I've no doubt that he's going to, uh, he's going to be ripping teams apart this season in the, in that league. You know, um, I don't, I don't want to name names in that division. Pain Wales, maybe, I don't know. It's difficult, but I, I still think he'll be up there come the end of the season. Well, Let's let's ask Harry Guardiola. What do, what do you think, Nate? How do you see it? I wouldn't rule yourself out, John. If I'm being honest. As what winner? Thanks, mate. No, going down. Oh, <laughs> shocking. With you, with you coming so because you you depends which jam turns up with you. Sometimes you can turn it on, other times you don't. More and more often than not, you don't turn it on. You're complaining like a little bitch and leaving parties. <laughs> oh, brutality. Brutality on the oh, podcast. If it's whether you can be consistent. I wouldn't say you're safe up there, neither. Who else? Maybe, do, who else? Maybe, I don't think. I think maybe it'll probably stay up. Oh, that's a big call, Harry. I, think, I mean, the know, thing the thing with Malian, obviously, we'll come to it later on. Obviously, yeah. we, we talked about the, the money situation. It's all going to be depend on what he does with his team. That, mm. That's the be all and end all. Yeah. If if his team stays he's, as it is at the minute, he's he's screwed. He's a better player than majority of the, the championship players. Yeah, but we've just said, haven't we? You know, the prem is completely different to the championship. No, he was he's West definitely prem standard. I think. So, he, yeah, I mean, I he think... was he was miles above everybody else. I, I remember, um, yeah, I remember when he was in the cha- uh, the Premiership a few seasons ago, and uh, uh, you know he, he had good games. And I mean, I I've always had good games against uh, Malian. Um, he, he's another player that I just think you know he's been a little bit too inconsistent at times. And I mean, we'll talk a little bit later on, obviously, in the, when we get to the transfer market, in terms of um, you know the money and players gone. Because I mean, don't forget that Malian has sold a load of his star players as well. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, I know he's brought a few in, but I mean, you know, players that I, I would have kept in my team, but obviously, you know, it's all about mixing it up. But yeah, I mean, I know I don't want to be sitting on the fence, and I know Tans and Subs are going to penalise me in the in the old uh, threads for sitting on the fence. But it's such a tough division to call, and honestly, you just look at all the teams in that league, and I really, really couldn't call it yet. You know, I mean, I could see it even going down to the final day. And you well, know, I mean, he did last time, didn't it? You know? it? Yeah, you know, I mean, we've seen it in the past where it's been won quite early on. Um, you know, 
I honestly think it's going to go down to the wire this season. I don't know. It, it is a, it'll be interesting. It's going to be an interesting season. Um, right, we'll move on from the Prem, and we're going to look at the Championship now. So, again, I'll just do a rundown of the Championship players. So, we have Bertie, Bright, Storm, Joby, Buncey, Mouse, Burnsy Boy, Rye Jones, Packfish, Bonzi, and obviously yourself, Harry. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. One second. I thought Harry was in League One. Oh. Is Harry not in League that. One? You'd love to think that, wouldn't you, Jam? I thought <laughs> Harry was League One. I'm, 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 I'm sure he's League One. There's yeah. definitely it, something gone wrong there. You tipped me a few on it last year, and I, I defeated, defeated the haters and stayed up. Yeah, you tell him, Harry. <laughs> um... And we'll come we'll to you. Do it we'll come to you first, Harry. Obviously, you know, being occupied in the championship. Uh, do you fancy your chances this season? I think the quality I had in my squad last season, I lacked it enough. I didn't have enough quality come middle of the season when my season went a bit skewiff from the brilliant start that I had last season. And I've, I think I've bought well in the sub in the off season and bought quality players in. So I think I've got a better chance than I did have. Yeah. I mean just looking at the uh, the players in that championship, who who do you um who do you see being uh, a um prime candidates to go up? Um to be honest, it could be a number of people. Being honest with you. Let me just get that table up. So no, for me, I mean what are you do why, why you do that, Harry, for me, I think going up, I think Bonzi, Mouse, um, you know, arguably um, Big B, depending on what he does with his team as well. Um, Bertie, obviously you can't ever discount Bertie. You know, him and Bonzi, probably are the favourites for the division, followed by Mouse. Um, I'll be surprised, to be honest, if the bottom two, in some sort of order, um, isn't Harry and Bernsey, myself. Um and I'm not just digging you out, mate, even though I love to do it. I, I can't see you getting any higher than 10th. <sighs> Brutal, aren't you? You said this truth, last mate. year. both said this last year as well. If I, I go, if I go through that division <laughs> and put you up against any of them other squads and players, there's only one person I think you could take six points off, and that's Burnsy. Well, I took six points off Bertie last season when I needed to the most. And I played Bertie Quitty regular. Was it around St. Patrick's Day? No. <laughs> no, it wasn't, unfortunately. What are you trying to say? <laughs> was there a big golf event on? No. No. I think you need to give him a bit of credit. Stop, stop, stop making excuses, Jam. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I look at that league, you know, obviously you've mentioned names there. Bonzi, uh, you know, he's a... How Bonzi went down. I think he beat me in the Premiership last season. You know, how he went down, I never know. Gabriel, Gabriel Jesus is how he went down, my friend. Yeah, well... 3-0 yeah. is how he went down. Yeah. Um, Rye Jones, I mean, I know Rye Jones is going under a big rebuild at the moment in terms of his team. Um, you know, if he can get a bit of form going, he could come back up. Bertie, obviously, is always a strong contender, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. I, could, I, can, you know, I think Danger Mouse is going to be up there because uh, he's a cracking player and it's criminal how he was in League One. Um, you know, was it last season? He came up, didn't he? Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's criminal how he was in League One. Um, and I've got no doubt that he's going to be back in the Premiership soon. 
Um, I mean, obviously, Harry Storm, again, players that with a bit of consistency could do well, but it's having that consistency. You know, I mean, Storm, well, we'll come to Storm later in his transfer valuation of players. Um, <laughs> you know, but it, it all comes down to consistency at the end of the day. And I look at that league and there's a couple of players there that you go, right, yep, I can see them being consistent throughout the season. And then you get the group of players that I think could, you know, could do something, but need to show that consistency. Um, I think there's a big group of about six or seven who were like that on a day can be consistent, turn it on and off. I'm mm. in that sort I'm in that group. Quite a few of the players that are in the league have are very inconsistent. So it could be a number of players like it was last season. I think I think for me you look at it and I think Burns uh, Bonzi and Danger Mouse are the only two where when I look at it, they're the ones that are gonna pick up points in virtually every game. Whether it be the first game, it's going to be able to get the six pointers. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're going to be the two that for me are the front runners. Um, Bertie, like you say, it depends on what Bertie turns up. Um, but Bertie's style is so hard to play against. It really, really is for someone who goes forward quite quickly and attacks like myself. Playing against Bertie, I mean, he just slows the game down and passes around you. It's, it's unreal. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how he turns out. So, would you put Danger Mouse and Bonzi to go up in the top two, Jam? Yeah, I would say so. And then I'd probably say um, playoffs, either Rye Jones or Bertie. But then you look at, I mean, Packfish's team. I mean, oh, my God. You know, Martial, Bailey, uh, Jovic. You know, I mean, he's got an unreal team at the minute. Yeah. The thing is with Packfish, though, he may have all the players, but whether he's consistent. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, you know, I mean, that comes down to everybody, doesn't it, really? You know, there's a lot of good players, uh, you know, teams that have got good players and good forward lines and, you know, good teams throughout. It's all about being consistent. Um, but, yeah, as I said, I think you've got the group of players that will be consistent throughout the season and then you've got the players that can be consistent, but they need to prove that consistency. And just just quickly, for anyone who's playing consistency bingo, you can now mark your card yeah. completely. <laughs> we've said it enough times. Well, yeah, we've got the house. drinking game. Drinking yeah. game, consistency. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. We'll move on now, um, and we'll move on to League One. Um, and Harry's uh, League. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's your league in about two seasons, James. Oh, well, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. I, I don't think that'll be that much of a downfall. <laughs> right. I'll just walk. Uh, I'll just go through this league really. Uh, oh, well, sorry, sorry, I'll run down the league uh, in terms of participants. So we've got Emotional Worm, Wince, Golden Beard, Tunners, Red Rhino, Gazgrass, Soggy Cabbages, Riverman, Jeff Anthony, Diodex, and Wizzy Fox. Um, I mean, I, I look at that league, and the first thing that stands out to me is how on earth is Jeff Anthony in that division? And Golden Beard as well. He's he's not though, is he? He's he a is? good he's a good no, player. He's not a good cool player. He's I, a good player. I, he beat I, me. He beat me five five nil the other day. Jam, it isn't hard to beat you. Oh, Even I've beat you. Ooh, how many times? How many times? Not What's the percentage? Not a lot. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. yeah. Jeff's beat you one game, he's a goal zone, a good player. Anyone <sighs> can beat anyone on the day. Yeah, very, very true. I mean, I'll come to you. Uh, I'll come to you, Harry, first. Um, looking at that league, who do you expect to go up? Well, and this is where he says Jeff is going up now. 
<laughs> I, I think Jeff's going to be around the playoffs. I don't think he'd be consistent <laughs> enough for top two. He's only saying that because he didn't want to admit it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being genuine, mm-hmm. honest, seriously. I don't think he'd be consistent enough. Okay. And who would you have to go up automatically? Um, out of that league, I'd be shocked if Riverman or Golden Bean wasn't up there. To be honest, whether Bottler Rhino finally gets rid of his jinx and actually stays consistent and goes up again is another question. Yeah. So I'd say out of them three, really, to be honest. Would you agree with that, Jam? Definitely not. I mean, for me, I think um, Golden Beard's top, 100%. Then Jeff Anthony second. Um, and then I'd say maybe Wince or Rhino third. Um, Riverman, middle of the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, I think for me, it's it's difficult, isn't it? It's so hard, League One, because I think you've got the cutoff where you look at the likes of Diadex, Worm, Gazgrass and Wiz, and they, they're probably going to be the bottom four, if we're being honest. Um, and then you've got that sort of the, the, if they kick on the players that can get into the playoffs, you know, Soggy, Tunners, and uh, and Rhino, and then you've got like you say the the lazy option, which is the people just relegated from the uh, from the division above. Um, but for me, I think Golden Beard and Jeff will be top two. In what order? I'm not quite sure. Probably Beard first. Yeah, I mean Golden Beard. I'd be very shocked if he didn't go up. Um, you know, I mean, you look at his team and the fact that he's a good player. Um, you know, I expect him to go up as champion, possibly. I couldn't call it this early on in the season because I think, you know, whatever Harry says, I think Jeff Anthony's a good player and he's got a good team, um, you know, obviously. The problem, is, the problem with Jeff is, is as soon as he goes down one goal, he starts raging and loses it consistently. I, 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 I can agree he, with that. He's done it consistently. I can I, I can agree with that, but I mean I'm just looking at his attack here and his forward line, and he's got you know he's got Havertz in his team, he's got that Balde in his team, he's got uh, Martinez in his team, who actually just yeah. become an 80, Mar- 80 Mariano. today, Mariano, Saint Maxim, uh, and he signed Harrit for uh, one Scudo earlier today, and we'll go through the transfers a bit later on. Um, I mean he's got a very very strong team, um, you know not However, to. Mi- However, you look at it, and obviously there is obviously one team in that division that everybody would want, and that's obviously everyone's old mate Rhino. You yes. know, he's got a, he's got a forward line of the, probably arguably five of the best attackers in the league: Rashford, yeah, Charleston, yeah, Sancho, Correa, and um, oh, there was one more, Vinicius Junior. Vinicius, yeah, oh yeah, exactly, yeah, Vinicius Junior. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's unreal. Yeah, I mean that's the firepower you need to get yourself up. I mean that's like Man United nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's a very strong, you know, it's a very strong lineup. Um, you know, Rhino is a player that yeah, I think he. It, I mean, we talk about in the uh, in the championship. You have the players that I think will be consistent, and then you have the players that you know can be consistent, but will they be consistent? Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know what you think, Jan, but I, I would class Rhino into the second category. I think on his day, you know, he can be consistent, but can he be consistent throughout the season? <laughs> I just, I'm just, i just absolutely raging. If I was listening to this podcast at home and I heard consistent one more time, I'm going to throw my laptop. <laughs> oh, force um, of habit. 
Who's the Honestly, I think um, for me, I think he. Um, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, he could. He could. You look at it, and he's probably going to pick up six points against Gazgrass, six points against Diadex, six points against Worm. You know, you could go through it. He yeah. never manages to beat soggy cabbages. Well, um, not many people do you know, the way wince, soggy plays. Him and Wince can take points off each other. So I, I think definitely one of the top two positions in the playoffs for Rhino. Um, I don't think he's as good as Beard and Jeff. I mean, yeah. he's playing Riverman at some point tonight. He could even be playing him now. Um, you know, I mean, that that's going to be a good barometer Yeah. to see where he finishes up. Because I think for me, like, like we were just saying, it'll be him, Riverman and Wince. Definitely yeah. in the playoffs, followed by one of either Soggy or Tudders, but I'm not sure which one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, I think it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. Just going back to that league, Golden Beard, I think will go up. Um, I think Jeff Anthony will go up, and then you know, Rhino Wince. Um, I, I would put say I remember Riverman. You know, if Riverman can um, play well throughout the season. Um, <laughs> do you mean? Do you mean if he can be consistent? If he can play well throughout the season, <laughs> um, you know, I think he'll be up there. Um, yeah, I mean, those are the three that I would say probably. Well, three, four in contention. Be interesting to see how the uh, the first few games opening, you know, shape that. Um, right, we'll move on from League One, and we're going to talk a little bit about transfers. So, obviously, the window has reopened, uh, you know, to kick off the season, and uh, we've seen some big, big deals go through. Um, I mean, I'll just pinpoint a few out now. So, obviously, Serge Gnabry has gone from Malian to Rye Jones. So, uh, Rye Jones has been a culprit in uh, handing Malian so much money. Um, Juan Mata has gone from Rhino to Aaron. Um, I'm just, yeah, I mean, I'm just working my way from the top down to the bottom. Chances are half of these players have probably moved on again. Mm-hmm. Um, Henderson, yeah, Riverman for Joe, 75 million. Indeedy. I mean, I will just say, for me, I mean, yeah, 70 million for Indeedy to Tunnels. For me, I mean, I sold um, Payne Wales, I sold him Nabi Cater for 70 million. I think I've been ripped off there. Looking at the rest of the bloody deals, I think I should have kept hold of him. I think the I think the deal with Gnabry, Ray Jones got done over by everybody else. You think? He opened his gob too soon and played all his cards. Everybody just made the bid and go higher and higher. Yeah, but you say that. I mean, Gnabry is he's eighty four rated. You know, I mean, he's he one is, of the only eighty four rated players in the league. He'd have probably gone for about eighty million, but because mm. Ray Jones spilled his beans and pretty much said what he wants he wanted them badly everybody bumped the price up I think there's the argument to be had though isn't there that obviously what's another 20 million when you're spending 80 really yeah. if we're being honest um, you know I think that for me Canabry if that's what makes him good then you know I'm all for it go for it yeah man. I mean it, it ultimately comes back down to this point as well and we always say this you know this is in parties and I've, we've mentioned this on the podcast before Players will pay whatever they value a player at. If if mm-hmm. uh, if Roy Jones wants to go in and pay a hundred million for a player that he really wants, then you know, fair play to him. You know, he's paid what he feels the player is worth, um, and uh, and that's that. I mean, for me, the the big thing is it's not so much the money being spent; it's the variation, like you say, of the money being spent. So, if you look at it again, Gnabry hundred million, K to seventy million, but then you go down the leagues a little bit. 
and you look for example um let's find one so Luke Shaw well, to you so, <laughs> we'll come to that in a minute so you look for example uh, yourself Harry you know buying uh, an 80 rated striker off Malian for 35 million that looks like a bargain absolute bargain um you know you look at Milik going to Tunners uh, going to Joe sorry from Tunners for 40 million again bargain um, you know, you look at some of these deals, and then you look even further down. I mean, Sturridge going for seven million. I mean, he's, he's like what seventy nine rated, eighty rated. That's that's a pretty good deal, you know. And like you say, it just depends on what people are willing, willing to spend. Um, it's it's unreal. I mean, you look at it, and it's like some of the players that would have been worth twenty million last season, twenty five million. You can't shift for for a scudo now, and it's absolutely bizarre. Yeah. There is some bargains to be had. Oh, I mean, look at, oh, I, I mean, picked look at, I picked the centre back up for fifteen million, a seventy-eight rated centre back. I mean, you look at you look at this morning. Um, I mean, you you mentioned it earlier on, um, Ash. I mean, uh, Jacksy getting rid of uh, Harriet and Octavio to me and Jeff for a scudo each. I mean, Octavio seventy-nine rated. Yeah. I just got a seventy-nine rated cam, and if you look at his stats, I tell you now he's all right for a scudo. I mean that's that's a bargain. That's an absolute bargain. Me and um, he won't thank me for saying this, but we were having a bit of a chat via WhatsApp in the party with uh, Rhino the other night, and he was uh, asking for a valuation on um, David Brooks, and uh, obviously the the Bournemouth seventy five rated cam. Yeah. And uh, he asked, I think it was me and Bertie, and we said sort of like twelve to fifteen million tops, and and he thought maybe you know more like early early twenties. And I said, well, I just don't think you'll get it anymore. You know, you people don't want 75-rated, 76-rated players unless they're of the calibre of a Vinicius Junior or something like that. Yeah. Do you think, though, and I mean, I, was just, I, mean, I just mentioned quickly on that, I mean, I sold Moyes Keane, who's a 72-rated player, rated, uh, 72 striker that plays for Juve, you know, ton of potential, and I sold him for £10 million to uh, Goldenbeard. And uh, I mean, I, I, when I threw him up for a Scudo, um, it was just to try and get a player off my wages. Uh, so I mean, you can imagine my uh, my joy when I came on the site and saw he was up to ten million. Um, do you think? Just going back to that point though about you know obviously that and I mean uh, Storm. Well, Storm's valuation of players in the past have been absolutely horrific, and obviously we've seen that in the last uh, couple of days. Or is it in Domblay? Is it in on Domblay? I'm not yeah. too sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. How much is it? He's two hundred million. Right. I mean, so he, he turned around and said that was because he was doing it to ward people off. But I absolutely, I do not believe that for a second. I think he genuinely thinks he can get 200 million for an 80 rated CDM. And, you know, it's just absolutely deluded to the nth degree. Well, I, I can add I can add another thing about Storm onto that. He wants, he's been wanting Sissoko off me for the last week and a half. What did he offer you, like five Scudo and a packet of crisps? He basically offered me his 77-rated Nagabamba. Oh, yeah, Nakamba. Not offered me him and 45 million. Mm. And that Nagabamba is nothing near Sissoko. So Mm. I'd be basically losing a brilliant player. And I think, yeah... I think the other problem you've got as well at the moment is, I mean, 45 million. I mean, when you look at the money that's in the market... What's he going to get you? Yeah. You look at Malian. I mean, no one can compete with Malian, and I don't think anyone will compete with Malian for at least the next three, four BFAs, you know? Um, It depends whether he splashes it in one go. You never know. He might, you know... It'd be nice to see him... Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see him dip his hand in his pocket, really. 
I mean, I'm just looking at this, um, you know, I'm just looking at the uh, transfers and I've not seen him. Uh, he paid 27 million for Yarmolenko earlier today. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think that is the only transfer he has done this season. No, 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 no. He did. He did um, a swap. Oh, today. okay. We'll um, move on to swaps in a minute. Okay. Yeah, he did, but in uh, terms of direct, yeah. in terms of direct purchases, it's yeah. the only purchase he's made. Um, just quickly on, obviously, you know, having loads of money, some form of tax. What are your thoughts on that? So, say for example, you're over, you know. Uh, I don't know, you're over a certain amount, you'd have to discuss it in terms of, you know, the fees and whatnot. Do you, what would you say to a tax, you're paying tax on having over a certain amount? Jam. You might just, do you want to just specify to Harry what tax is? So, um, I know what tax is, don't you worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd just get tax off everyone else. <laughs> No, I do pay tax. Just I'll do not right. enough to get it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, you need to do your learning on the tax system, mate. Ooh. Well, yeah, I mean, just going back to the point, what do you think, Jam? Um, well, okay, so for me, I think, first of all, to address what Malian's done, there is absolutely nothing wrong with it because there's no rules against it. It's not unsportsmanlike. Literally, he is just, you know, at the end of the day, it's a fantasy league is what we think we need to remember. He is bored of his team. He wants to change it up. And why not? Why not flog a load and get a load of players out, get a load of cash in. And then he's got carte blanche on every BFA, like you say, for the next two or three, if he wants to do that. So for me, no, absolutely no problem with what he's done. When you speak to him, which I think a lot of people don't, they just assume that he's doing it to be some sort of greedy bugger. But when you speak to him in his head, he thinks he's going to go down regardless this season. So he's like, well, why don't I just build for next season with a team I actually enjoy playing with, you know, for, for friendlies and TFIs, rather than having a team that if I'm going to get beat, I might as well get beat and, and have some fun in the transfer window. So I'm 100% behind him. I think there's no reason why anyone should be getting down him on it. Um, yes, obviously there's banter and it's it's a bit of a laugh and everything, and it is, you know, he's really Scrooge McDuck over there. <laughs> swimming in a dollar, dollar swimming pool. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think that, yeah, for me, there's nothing wrong with it. The idea of tax, I think, if you're going to do tax, you've got to do it in an off season. You can't introduce it halfway. Oh through no, of course. Just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, of course. I know we laugh about screwing people over, but that's just not fair. No, no, no. Of um, course, you'd have to implement it. You know, you'd in, have in to, the off season. You'd have to do it at a money reset. Yeah, yes, of course. Um, because otherwise, again, you'd have things like you know, for example. Um, argument's sake let's say me you and harry all had 100 million come the end of this season and nobody else had any cash and then marcus just went boom right there you go boys anyone with three figures gets taxed 20 percent we'd be like well hold on a second that feels like you're picking on us three do you know what i mean yeah so for me like i say it has to be fair warning and also you have to be given a little bit of if it's not before a money reset for example you know if I know I think we're doing a money reset at the end of this league, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, I think the end of this season there'll be but a, a let, reset. Let's say, let's say you didn't for some reason. Then you've got to give people a chance to get rid of their cash before introducing it because nobody in their right mind is going to say, oh, yeah, no, you can have my 83-rated player for £100 million when they know there's tax coming. Yeah. You know, so it just... Um, yeah, for me, I think absolutely no problem, no problem whatsoever having tax, but... It's got to be fair and structured 
in the off season, and everybody's got to be sort of on board with it. I think. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, Harry, just quickly, what what are your thoughts? I I I think it, it, you'd need fair warning on it to be honest. That if you're going to implement something, it has to be maybe even really forum post for the open for discussion. Get what other members think of the idea. But ultimately, you are going to have the same situation like we've talked about. You're going to have Storm and people like that that are like, oh, let's bring back the good old days, you know, jerking off in his bloody AG 2011 cap. Um, and you're going to have, and you're gonna have people to like Malian who says no tax. I think, to be honest with you, some of the marks is slowly getting back to them days, but he's doing it in ways that is beneficial to the league, not going back to wholeheartedly doing it. I think for me, one of the things I would like to see you know, talking about tax, I think I don't know what you guys think about this and again maybe a conversation for a different time but rather than taking it out with tax because tax is so um, cut and dry you know, black and white, you go over a certain amount and you get taxed. Everybody knows they can avoid it if they're clever. I think harsher fines on late BFA bids um yeah, you know, just things yeah. like that. I think that it needs to be like you know, rather than two million, sure, let's yeah. make it five million. Yeah, you know, let's let's do that because again, I mean, that that sort of thing would just be hilarious. I think why not increase the amount of bidding in the bookies? You know, instead of two million up it to three million. You mm. know, and again, it's an extra million per bet, arguably, that's going out the leagues as well. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot there, isn't it? And lots of ideas. Could also do the early sellers fee could up that as well. True. Yeah, I mean, the only thing about that is the early sellers fee. I kind of like the fact that it's low because it means that it, it encourages fluidity. You know, I, the last thing I want to see is people just sitting on their players and not transferring because it's just boring. You might as well just play with proper teams. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, lots of good ideas there. Um, you know, I mean, some of them, obviously, any form of tax you'd have to implement during the off-season. Um, but there's some, there's some good ideas there, you know. Make sure you, uh, you you put them down. And the old Fred comes along at the end of the season. Ideas, Fred, boom, smack them out. Right, we'll move on quickly. Uh, and we'll just talk. Uh, we'll just go through some of the swaps. So obviously, we've just talked about some of the direct transfers. Let's have a little look at some of the swap deals that have gone through. Um, I mean, uh, there, there's some, some really good swaps in here. Uh, you know, I'm just looking here. Um, one that stands out, Jaden Sancho. Uh, swapped, was it 100? I've got to try and read this correctly. So it was Yuri Telemans. And a hundred million for Jaden Sancho. Yeah, that's correct. Well, <laughs> that's Big deal. Uh, yeah. I mean, what do, what do you what do you make of that deal, Jam? I mean, it's a good deal. I think because I think Sancho's a cracking player. But yeah, I mean, I think like you say, it's a good deal. Um, but ultimately, I don't think Rhino needed him. I think it was more a. Um, because he can. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, he didn't need him. You know, he's already got enough attacking players. So it was a bit of an odd one for me that one. Problem with Rhino is is his stupid valuations as well. If you want to try and buy them type of players, he'll off ask stupid money. Yeah, I mean, although again, again, it comes down to that point, doesn't it? I mean, everyone values players at different values and. Ultimately, if you feel a player's worth what you know someone's asking, then you'll pay it. And if you don't, then you just you, you walk away. Um, you know, it, he's, it, got a, he's got a habit of asking for money for better rated players to buy his lower rated players. 
like he done with me for Luke Shaw again. He offered me Ben, ben Chilwell, but I had to pay ten million on top of Shaw for Ben but Chilwell. Hold on a second though, because he's not here to defend himself. In the party last night, he said that apparently you came asking about Ben Chilwell. So if you're approaching him for a player, then surely there's got to be some sort of incentive for him giving up that player. And again, even though I agree, I, hold on, hold on. Even though I agree that Shaw is better than Chilwell, if you want his player, you have to buy. You know, like like we're just seeing with Sancho mm. for 100 million and Tillman. If you want it, you have to go and buy it. Yeah, there's two sides to it, isn't there? Really. Um, He's been after Luke Shaw for the best part of the season. No, I think lots of players though, haven't they? I mean, Shaw's one of the best best uh, left backs in the league. Um, you know, I, th- I think he, yeah, I think yeah. I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult. I mean, what you value a player at, and what you know other people value a player at, and it, it comes down to that point again that you'll pay whatever you uh, you want to pay, and if you don't want to pay what people are asking you to pay, then you just you look elsewhere. Ultimately, it's it's the it's them that will lose out on the sale. Um, uh, I mean, co- one, one thing I would just say on, on the swaps, just quickly, I mean, you look at it, and like you just said then, exactly right, I really, really wanted a player of um, Jeff Anthony's called Aor, um, a centre mid from Leon. He's only 80 rated, and I paid 80 million plus um, Nkuku, who I would say is worth about 20. So I paid 100 million. Um, but, you know, again, you get into that stage where there's that many good players in the league, you might as well just play with players you actually enjoy playing with. Yeah. I mean, just looking down the uh, the player swap list, is there any other deals there that really stand out for you, uh, Jam? Well, I mean, obviously, Delict, go into yourself. Again, you know, we've we've sort of gone over it now. I mean, I put it in my uh, my predictions thread. I think you'll win the league this season. I think because of Delict, personally. Um, you know, you've got a, a fantastic spine. You've got Pickford, uh, Delict. Um, you know, what you could just go through. I mean, there's some great players in there. And I think that, for me, Delict will be the difference for you. Um, and again, 70 million plus Zagadu, it's actually, um, oh, and Paqueta, sorry, as well. Um, it's actually not a bad deal at all, is it really? It's um, it's pretty good. So, you, you know, you did well to get that deal done. Yeah. And again, you could look at Kimpembe and Vinicius Jr. You know, 50 million plus Kimpembe, who arguably, I know, I know um, Dilict is probably the best rated centre-back, but I would argue that Kimpembe is probably the best centre-back on the league when you consider his pace and his height and things like that. Um, and his hair, obviously his hair is brilliant. Um, but uh, you know, and he traded an 83-rated centre-back and 50 million for a 77-rated winger. It's just, like you say, the, the valuations, and it's all down to people's perceptions. Harry, are there any deals there that really stand out for you? Um, I'll have a look at them. Just one sec. But I'll be on swaps. There's there's loads of deals that have gone through. That you could na- literally list them. Like eighty. You were just talking. What was it? Zagadu, wasn't it? Yeah. There's also Goatse as well. Even yeah, I mean. Yeah, me and me and Ash obviously swapped Goethe for um, Torreira. I mean, again, what do you think about that, man? I think it was a fair swap. We both got a win. Yeah, did. yeah, I think so. You know, Goethe, yeah. he scored a couple tonight for me against Berger. Oh, go. I didn't want to mention that again. It's probably still <laughs> sore. Um, yeah, I mean, I need to revise uh, my prediction. I think Berger's going down. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I in mean, two seasons he'll be going with Harry. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, and I'm you. And you, Burger, Jam and Harry, all in League One with uh, Wizzy Fox and Gazgrass. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, Mario Goetze, I've been after Goetze for a long time. I mean, he's at Malian, um, you know, um, I, I was after him then. Refused to do any sort of deal with me unless it involved a certain player. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously he's, he's slotted in really well and he scored a couple tonight. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, I'm um, happy with that. Do you get bored of people asking you for Felipe Anderson? Um, no. And I mean, is it flattering? No, I mean, it's, uh, I'll tell you what, it's nice to have a player that people actually want. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, because... Yeah, on, he, he is an impactful player. I mean, uh, you saw, I mean, I don't know anyone that was watching the games last, uh, you know, yeah. earlier tonight. You know, he scored some crackers, um, especially in the second game. Um, you know, it is, he, he is an impactful player. And there have been times where I've considered doing deals. Um, you know, he, he won't mind me saying this. I came very close to doing a deal with Riverman for Delict last season in a swap deal. Uh, you know, there was a time there that I really thought about it and thought, yeah, you know, this could be really, really good. A player I've been after for a long time, you know. When he was at Storm, where there was absolutely no chance of that happening, um, you know, given Storm's valuations. Of, uh, of players and trying to do deals with Storm um, but yeah I mean it, it, I even do to this day if someone came in with a ridiculous bid for Anderson then I'd consider it but he's such an impactful player that uh, it, it so would have it, to be ridiculous one for you then. Right. so and I'll, Harry I'll come to you on this in a minute because I want to I want to get your take on your team so my my obviously MVP my, my guy is Gabriel Jesus I think everybody knows that, looking at my team. I've got Komen, I've got Torreira, I've got, you know, whatever, but Jesus is the one. Now, I had a bid in the off-season, which, if I said to you, Ash, I will give you £200 million for Anderson, would you sell? Most likely not. No, exactly. So I, I didn't either. Bunsey offered me £200 million for Gabriel Jesus. And I said no, because what's the point? Who am I going to replace him with? Yeah, I ain't got anybody else that I can bring in for two hundred million that's going to be anywhere near as good. So what's what's the point? Um, and and that's what it boils down to. I think you can find a lot of people are holding on to the better players because they see that Malian's got a lot of cash, but at the minute there's nowhere to spend it. And I think you know that's that's part of the part of the situation. Um, Harry, I mean, you know, looking at your team, you know, I mean, like you've already mentioned Sissoko. You've got Ben Foster in goal as well. I mean, who who's the one player in your team that people ask you about all the time? Ben Foster, Sissoko. What was Luke Shaw until you I sold him to you? I've I've had a few. And I'm expecting more to be honest. Once like maybe Pato or um, Silver, people might go after him as them two as well. I mean, what would make you sell Sissoko? A like-for-like replacement. Mm. It wouldn't be cash. It would be, have to be a player who's basically very close to Do, his, it, his stats. Here's a quick question for you both on that. Do you think we'll see more player swap deals this season than direct transfers? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think what's the, yeah because people, like we just said, cash is kind of useless at the minute. Everybody's got a lot of cash. Why do you need more cash? You want more players. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think that's going to be the case come the end of the season. I think it's. Uh... I think cash should be useful to the lower end players. So, like, including myself on that one. It's like players who don't really do a lot of transfers. So, cash would come in handy in some sort of deals. Whereas other deals, you may not. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting point, isn't it, really? But, I mean, I think we'll see more swap deals than uh, direct transfers this season. Um, I think it'll probably dwarf it, in all honesty. Um, right, we'll move on quickly. I don't know what sort of time we're running at. I, st- I think we're still running under an hour, so this should be all right. Um, we're going to move on to some listeners' questions. Um, so, as always, thank you for all those uh, uh, pinging questions. Um, you know they are an integral part of the uh, the podcast, and we do enjoy answering them on the panel, and obviously for just, guests as well. Just before we start, are we offering cash for the best one? Um, it's something I got asked, and I can't remember whether we did or not last time. Uh, we have to check, possibly, possibly. We'll have to check with the uh, the powers to be. Um, okay. But we'll, uh, we'll we'll go through. Um, so obviously, I've got a couple of questions here, and then I think you've got some questions too, Jam. So I'll uh, I'll throw over to you um, a bit later on as well um so question one and uh it, it i suppose it's more sort of uh towards the prem but obviously harry you can give your uh, your your prediction as well so with the addition of towns and Malian to the premier league is it the strongest league ag has ever had and could you possibly predict a winner jam oh, well we sort of mentioned this already in your uh, in your predictions and that but do you want to answer that one first well, I mean, first of all, whoever sent the PM in is clearly not a friend of Payne Wales. And, you know, I mean, that's just absolutely disgusting because Payne Wales is a, a credit to the league. Um, and without him, half the transfers wouldn't get done. So, you know, I'll I'll, I'll mention your Payne. Don't worry, my friend. Um, but, uh, but no, in, in all honesty, I mean, you look at you look at the division. I mean, it's unreal. Absolutely unreal. I mean, I, I genuinely am scared. I think I'm going to get relegated this season because... I look at it and I think, shut up. Um, You look at it and I think, um, I mean, what, Paul, like we said, anybody can turn up in regards to Paul. It could be Leon, it could be Paul, it could be a good Paul, it could be a bad Paul, you know. Um, Joe, you know, Joe's a a hot and cold player. Sometimes he's great, sometimes he can't win a friendly. It's it's completely, you know, dependent on uh, on the day. Um, You may say it lacks consistency. Um. But, uh, yeah, I think the only people that I can see me actually taking any points off, without a doubt, probably would be Payne, and then maybe Malian as well. Um, Tans, I mean, it's difficult because Tans, he's probably one of, if not the best player in the league in regards to pure, you know, FIFA skills. Um, But he doesn't have the team to back it up at the minute because, you know, bless him, he took over an absolutely shocking team. Obviously, Jay Lizzle and then that Dr. Death that lasted like two seconds. Um, you know, so he, he's really up against it. But for me, I think I stand by my prediction, um, which is a top three of uh, yourself, Ash, in first, uh, Jaxi second. I think I put Aaron third, if I uh, if I remember rightly. Um, and yeah, I'm going to stick with that that prediction. Harry, looking above, who do you think is going to, uh, well, well, who do you think is going to finish top three? It's difficult because there's that many good players in that league. It could be a number of people. Could it be me? No. <laughs> I, I, I'm tipping you for relegation, and I'll stick by that one. Can we make? Can we book Harry for the last podcast of the season, please? <laughs> when yeah. he's in, when he's in League Two, and I'm uh, still in the Prem. League Two. Is he going to create a new league just for Harry? <laughs> well, he's going to get relegated from League One this season, isn't he? No. <laughs> Mm. I have my team get promoted, Jam, and you go oh. down the opposite oh, right. Can you imagine, Ash? Honestly, 
pushing Harry to the side. Uh, Can you imagine him in the Prem? Oh, my life. Well, I, I wouldn't be like want that vineyard. because then you would experience relegation. Um, it would be brilliant. Cup three, Harry? In your, in your absence. Oh, that would be hilarious. Top three? Um, Adam. Adam may be top two. With who he's bought, he's strengthened more than getting rid of the quality he had. Uh, Malian could even get up there, depending on who he buys. Oh, all right, sorry. Oh. The, the pedo ice cream truck. <laughs> the ice cream man's turned up. I know, unfortunate. This mic picks up everything. <laughs> so, Malian, oh, Aaron, dear. and who else? Um, I mean, I'm going to stick me there. I can't see tans. Mm. To finish where? Third. Mm. What? Where do you think Malian's going to finish? Sec- first or second. Oh, did he pay you some of that cash that he's got to say that? <laughs> no. Oh. I'd take right. bribes like you. Oh. When have I ever taken a bribe? Oh my god, you, some of the shit you say, Harry, honestly. Oh, I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, uh, well, we'll wait and see. We'll see if that prediction comes to uh, fruition at the end of the season. Right. Spoiler alert. We'll just move on. Um, so, obviously, next question. There is a large surplus of cash in the league uh, at the end of the season. How would the panel feel about a revised franchise system where rather than own one, you rent one for the year? There'd be no 90% cut, just a straight set of franchise auctions every year where you have to pay to get your chosen one. In my opinion, it would cut a lot of the current complacency. You'd either have to go big to get the high star ones you need to pay your wages or end up with a worse one than you have and be forced into selling players. So, renting franchises. Harry, I'll start with you on that one. I know I know the answers to this one. It's going to be Marcus won't do it. But what, enough about what the Marcus would do it. What, what do you think? Do you think it's a good idea or not? I don't think it is, no. Would you rather... Yeah, would you rather own yours? The current system works well. Why change it? That's fair enough. The only thing I could probably change about it is maybe a limit on people having bigger franchises. So the likes of Jam, Joe. I've literally... Joe's had Liverpool for the best part of two, two, three seasons. Doesn't give any other Liverpool fan a chance to have them, really, because so, so the site got quite a lot of them. Would you limit the length of time that people can have their franchises for, so say two seasons or so? That 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 I do that. I'd be all for that because I think it's unfair to. Yeah, Jam, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I, I don't think it solves the problem ultimately, which obviously is the amount of money in the league. Like I say, for me, I think we need to concentrate more on how to get money out of the league in drips and drabs. Um, like you say, maybe harsher fines and, and, and things like that. Um, but ultimately, for me, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. Um, no. I think it's a good idea. I do. Um, but I, I just don't. I don't. I can't see it. No, I can't see it myself. Like you say, not for the reason Harry said, because mm. um, it's because it would be difficult and Marcus won't like it. But I think for me, it's more the fact that it it just makes a lot of work. You know, this season we had only like five people handing back their tran- their franchises. Next season, you'd have what thirty two people handing back their franchises. Um, it 
people don't like the difference, the, the amount of time it takes to get the leagues back up and running after the break as it is. This would mean that the franchise auction could last a whole bloody, you know, week. Um, so for me, it would be a no-goer. But it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, question two, and I'll just move on quickly because uh, we, are, we are going over an hour now. Um, uh, and this is one for Riverman. You know, he, he, uh, this is a question for him to answer in the thread. Um, and I'm not going to name names into who's asked it, but you can uh, you can find out for yourself. Why is Riverman such a bell end? That's the question. So River, you can defend yourself in the posts below. Packfish, there's no need for that. <laughs> uh, he wasn't Packfish. Um, Golden Beard? Or no, no. Uh, well, no, I'm not naming names. No, sorry, they'll, uh, they'll, 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 they'll got an O. Oh, hang on, no, I've made that even worse. Yeah, um, it, it might have been a certain Liverpool fan. Um, right, question three. With the amount of cash in the setup, do you think it's reasonable for people to raise their valuations i mean we sort of you know mentioned this earlier um in the podcast when it comes to the transfers and you know people will play will pay whatever they want to really and what they value a player at um do you think though that obviously with the amount of money that's in the league is why we're seeing certain players ask for you know certain big money for players jam yeah absolutely i think it'd be stupid (laughs) it's like you wouldn't expect now i mean what let me just um I'm just trying to remember a um, an interesting f- transfer fee. All right, so yeah, Rio Ferdinand in real life was it 32 million from Leeds to Man United um, back in the day? What would Rio Ferdinand in? And obviously we're not talking fantasy league, we're talking real life. What would he be worth now in his prime? What 150 million in real life? As money goes on and money gets bigger in general, player prices go up. I mean that's just common sense. People saying again like oh. Player valuations are ridiculous. 20 million for this, 70 million for that. It goes with the flow. It's absolutely ridiculous to think that now that there's... I mean, what? Just scrolling down. How much does Malian have in the minute? Um, he's oh, got well. 354 million. Yeah. It's ridiculous to think that with someone who's got 354... And mind you, River's got 200 and Bunce's nearly got 200 as well. Yeah. Um, You know, with those players having that amount of cash, that players aren't going to go for 50, 60 millions. Because what's the point? We've seen these guys got cash. You want big cash if you're going to sell for cash. Yeah. Harry? It's, it's exactly how you say it. People want high money for players. Some more than others. Some want like stupid money for players. That it's unrealistic. Give an example though, Harry. Because again, you're... The way you're saying that, it sounds like you don't agree. So give me an example. Well, it's like look at likes of players like say under eighty Sancho, for example. I know he's got loads and loads of potential, and he's playing week in week out for Dortmund. But to ask like ninety million plus for a player who's seventy eight and not the finished article, do you think that's really worth it? Oh, I'd I pay it. I think he's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it, surely? Yeah, I mean, this is it, isn't it? It it, it all comes back down to that debate. And you you could have a whole podcast and a whole debate on, you know, transfers and, um, you know, what players are worth and values. I mean, ultimately, I think, you know, the amount of money that is in the league, I think that, yes, it has raised to people asking for, you know, uh, more money than perhaps they would have done at the beginning of last season. Um, 
you know, once we'd all had the cut, obviously. Um, but, I mean, it just goes back to that point. You will pay whatever you feel a player's worth, um, in my opinion. Um, right, I'm not cutting you off, Harry. I'm just, I'm wary of the time. Um, so, how do you feel about the ratings of players coming into the league? Do you think starting to let in 83s, 84s, 85s to extend the life is a good thing, or are you itching for a reset to start again? Harry, we'll start with you. I think there's going to be a mixture coming in. It won't be just solely 83-84s. I think there'll be lower-rated players because I don't think we've tapped enough of the lower-rated players in, to be honest. Jam? I think... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Harry. Carry on. I think it's... There's, like, players in the high 70s that could be brilliant players for some lower-rated teams. And they're just getting chucked out the league, really. Because it's empty wants to hire rate the players. Jam? I just think, you know, with the new wage structure, I think keep bringing them in because people ultimately they'll fall foul of the financial fair play sort of type regulations if they keep going. Um, I think, you know, you've got to look at balancing it. And myself, you know, five star franchise included, I, I know there's a limit to how many players on a higher rating I can bring in. Yeah. Um, and for me, I think. Rather than, I mean, obviously, I was giving, I was taking money off Belonga uh, last season or the season before, whenever it was, every every match day because he was in the uh, in the red. What I'd like to see is some sort of multiplier. So, when if you dip below and you go in the red again, we talked about increased fines. I'd like to see maybe rather than just having the negative payment, you also get maybe a, m- a million taken off you or something. And then if you go into negative, completely, your team goes into administration. And you have to raffle off a player or sell a player to make some money or something like that. That's the sort of thing I want to see. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, last question from me, and then I know you've got a couple of questions, Jam. Um, from a league perspective, what would you like to see brought in? Cards and suspensions is an obvious one, but maybe counting clean sheets and assists. Um, I'd like to see clean sheets. I think we did it a little while ago. Um, you know, you could have golden glove in the season. So, I mean, clean sheets, I'm definitely down for that, you know, and it's an easy one to run into the league. The old age year, if I remember rightly, Ash, it, it was in there. You know, clean you, sheets and the goals. You can have golden goal and, uh, you know, uh, golden goal. Top goal scorer and golden glove. Uh, cards, yeah, I mean, we've had this discussion on the podcast before. I think cards are given out so easily on this game that it would be unfair. Um, but, I mean, clean, she- clean sheets, definitely. Uh, Jam, what do you think? Yeah, I think I agree. Clean sheets, really easy to monitor. Um, and uh, and again, could just be another little accolade. You know, I mean, we talk about Golden Boot Awards at the end of the season. No problem having Golden Glove one as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Harry? I, I agree. Yeah. It's, I think it's, at the end of the day, the cards are too difficult to monitor. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think so. clean sheets and everything else it's quite easy to do yeah add it onto the post yeah i agree um right we'll move on quickly to jam um for the uh, the final couple of questions yeah so i mean i've just got i've got two questions uh, both from different people one silly and one uh, one real so i'll say the silly one first and that's harry have you nailed it yet <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Moving on. Right. <laughs> um, so the other one, um, so, I mean, this one, <laughs> it's funny because he's at, the guy's actually sort of personalised himself in it, so I have to say who it is. So this one's from Malian. So he said, why is everybody so focused on my bank balance? 
I feel like I've been shrewd and active in the transfer market and now reaping the rewards to try and better my team and I have a feeling it's not going to pay off. Is it just jealousy? Well, for me, if I have a little throw in on that first, I, you know, I've already defended him already. I think that there's nothing wrong with what he's done. No, I think no, that, I agree. You know, he's he's weakened his team to make sure he's more active in the transfer market and try and get some good players in. So more power to the guy. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, some people will see it as smart. Some people will say, oh, you know, it is what it is. But I, I personally don't have a problem with how he's done it. You know, I think he, it is all about being shrewd and it's all about being strategic and smart in the market. So, no, there's nothing to worry about. In my opinion, you know, for Malian, I think, no, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with what he's done. There's... I think he's been very smart in the league. He's yeah. been doing it since middle of last season. He's been flog, flogging the odd player here or there. Just carry on going. It's been building since the middle of last season. Yeah. He's just being shrewd. Being smart. That's what I say. And uh, yeah, that's it. No more questions from me. Excellent. Fine. Well, thanks again uh, for those that sent in the questions. Obviously, next time we will try and push that a little bit more. It was left a little bit late, um, you know, in uh, in getting those out there. So, uh, you know, really well done to those that, um, that did get those questions in. Um, right. And that comes to the end of the podcast. Um, you know, uh, yeah, another one, but another one's gone. You could, I mean, we've we've gone for well over an hour now. Um, but I mean, you just end up talking and going on, and you could have loads of debate, and you know, you just you lose track of time. <laughs> but nonetheless, if you have obviously spent the entire hour and a bit listening all the way through, then you know, fair play to you. You know, well done. Um, but obviously, we will say goodbye. So, Harry, thank you again for coming on the podcast today. If you want to say goodbye to the uh, the AG community. That's no problem. I've enjoyed coming on. Wish I could do it more often, to be honest, because it's a good laugh. Yeah, it's good to have you on. Um, and if you do want to get involved with the podcast, obviously, do chuck me, uh, do chuck either of us as well, any of the admin, uh, you know, the podcast team a message. Um, we'll happily get you on. It's so easy to do now. I mean, we got River on a few weeks ago, um, and now he appears to want to come on every week. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so if you want to get involved, you know, you've never got involved with the podcast before, then please, please, please do so because we'd love to have you on board. Um, Jam, would you like to say goodbye? Yeah, I mean, like I say, yeah, please do, because if we don't hurry on again, at least for a few weeks. We'll get him um, on at the end of the season. Three weeks, there's a whole season. We'll get yeah. him on at the end well, of the season. Better. A few seasons, why not? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, again, like, like Ash said, you know, anybody who's, uh, anybody who's free, I think what we'll start doing is we'll, we'll start looking and trying to pick people out and, um, you know, approach you guys if, if no one's approaching us. Yeah. To try and see if people are free, because I think we do need a bit of a mix-up. We don't want to hear the same, same terms yeah, no, all the time. I think so. Um, and yeah, don't forget to send in your podcast listeners' questions. And um, if you can also, um, uh, in the comments, we'll also give uh, Ash's and uh, Harry's addresses out so you can send them a thesaurus so they can come up with another word instead of consistency. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, um, if, the, if the episode isn't called Consistency is Key, I will throw my laptop out the window. <laughs> Oh, yeah, maybe we should name our podcasts. Uh, you yeah, know, that's so great. Yeah. Consistency is key. I'm going to get it up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> House of Noy Jam. Consistency is key. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, thanks for listening all. Have a good evening. Good morning. See you later. Bye bye.